You're listening to the All Systems Go podcast, the show that teaches you everything you need to know to put your business on autopilot. Learn how to deploy automated marketing and sales systems in your business the right way with your host, the professor of automation himself and founder of Automation Bridge, Chris Davis. Welcome to another episode of the All Systems Go podcast. I'm your host, Chris L. Davis, the founder of Automation Bridge. And on this episode, I, I want to talk about my first time. I do. I want to um, un- unveil. I want to pull back the curtains and give you an inside look, inside look at, at my first time. And avid listeners of this podcast and, and followers of my work in general have heard me mention that your first time is often your worst time. You know, I say that, you know, and it and essentially is pointing out that no matter what you're currently doing, if you're committed to growth, the next version will always be better than the current. Whatever you're doing right now, if, if especially if this is your first time doing it, it is more than likely going to be something that you look back on and are just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> I, I missed so much. I Look at look at that first video. Oh, my gosh. Look at my background. Right. And and while that statement is true for many areas in life, just apply it to one. Right. I want to take a different angle on the first time, more specifically, my first time. Okay, I want I want to give you all some insight. And and I, I remember it. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was working, working so hard and, and diligently to show and prove that I'm someone worthy. Remember that I remember the countless hours trying to figure out how to do it, quote unquote, I've got air quotes here without doing any harm. Right. Not to mention just all the nervousness around it. Right. I'm talking about my first time and then it happened. <laughs> and I finally had the experience so many desire to have dare, dare I say so many dream about. And it was an amazing feeling. One I wanted to experience over and over again for the rest of my life. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just talking about my first time. Okay. And this was my first time. The first time I put fully automated systems in place and reap the rewards of the labor by not having to ever work as hard again for scaled results or the same results. Right. That is what you guys you you were you did know that's what I was talking about. Right. <laughs> Just to clear it up. As I'm saying this, I'm realizing maybe some of you guys went a little left. Come on, bring it back in. First time getting a fully automated system in place. And I talked about this in episode 14. I refer to it as automation guilt. And it's that negative internal feeling that comes from not having to do as much work as you once had to do and feeling bad about it or not sitting in it more easily. That's that automation guilt. And and I had to show you how to work past that because that is the goal of automation. If you automate and can experience the time freedom and sit in it, then the the whole experience becomes short lived. The whole reasoning why you did it. Why do it if you're not going to be able to enjoy it? But for this podcast, I want to help you understand what to expect when it's your first time. 
the first time you truly create a system that takes profitable manual processes and scales them continuously and exponentially. What should you expect? What is it going to be like for you? Now, let me say this. For me, my the first time it happened, I, I had automation guilt. I wasn't able to sit in it like I really should have. I'll just be honest with you. I struggled. I was just seeing everybody else work around me. You go listen to episode number 14. You'll hear exactly what I struggle with. And I, and some tips that I had to use to, to work through it. But now we're in a different space and I need to prepare you as, as potential automation service providers, as experts in the industry that will be looked upon for automation, you need to know what to expect so you can clearly communicate to your clients, to yourself, to your partners, to your all of those who have a vested interest, what to expect. You need to be able to communicate that clearly. OK, and that's what I want to talk about. What should you be looking out for? There's three. I'm going to give you three. I'm not going to keep you guys long today. I'm going to give you three. This episode is going to be worth its weight in gold, no matter what the length is. One, a multiplication factor. Things won't grow linearly. They will grow exponentially. And I'm talking revenue here, everybody. Automation introduces a multiplication factor. What that factor is, who knows? Who knows? But it's going to add a multiplication factor that does not stay static. Just just the law of exponential growth. If you keep two X in two X, two times two is four, four times two is eight. Right. That's exponential. It's the law. I hey, listen, (laughs) I'm just reporting on it. I didn't make it. But it's what you have to leverage to your advantage. There's a multiplication factor. Anytime you put that system in place, now what was once done is being done at multiples. And it leads us right into number two. What's number two? Increased capacity. Now here, I I think I have to park for a little bit. Because again, I mentioned this in episode 14. But you're going to have more time on your hands. Now in that episode, I was telling you, hey, read leadership books, grow yourself, do find other things to do within the company and make an impact. But what if the increase in capacity is your own? What, what if the five people that you're using right now to do that job, you can get done with two with one. What if it doesn't take 10 people? It takes three, but you still want to keep, the 10 people you still want to keep the five you've increased your capacity now maybe your team could take on 10 clients operational efficiency is introduced capacity is increased by you now being able to take on 20 clients and and dare we move increase in client and then decrease in manpower right this this when in, when capacity increases and, I, and I, I need to say this because I don't want people to fear losing their job to automation. It's like, hey, look, five people. Automation is now making this a two person job. That doesn't mean you're out of work. The leader, the visionary 
is going to see greener pastures. Oh, now that we've had we've got that covered. And with the same amount of money I was allocating for this, I now have three human resources that I can place to attack these goals that I put on the back burner. So I don't want to use automation in the sense of it's it's replacing humans. I'm using it in the sense of with increased capacity, you can do more faster. You don't have to wait that extra year, extra nine months, whatever the case may be. You can get it done now. And again, this is going to be a telling sign of your personality type. Some people are going to want to go deeper with that existing system. And when I say personality type, I'm, uh, type, I'm talking about the automation service provider. Your personality type. Once that system's in place and you realize, oh, man, I'm hands off. <laughs> are you going to go deeper with that existing system? Right. You're just going to want to get that thing fine tuned and just firing on all cylinders, the most efficient as possible. Or or. Are you going to be more prone to go find the next challenge again? Personality stuff here. No right or wrong. Many of you have experienced this already. This is not your first time. You've put an automated system in place. What looked at the business said, oh, look, job done. And now you're on to the next challenge. Perfectly fine. Some of you have done it. You looked at it and said, okay, got job well done. Ooh, let me tighten that up. Let me do that. Do you want to know where I fall? I fall more in my in my early career. I was the former. Later on in my career, like now, I'm the latter. So in the beginning, it was all about fine tuning. This was my work at lead pages. Man, it's working. Let me get it to work more. And the more I tweaked, the more we made. Right. But what I would then learn, because Automation Guild came in as I put people in place, grew as a leader and realized even the tweaking wasn't done by me, didn't require me. I can have somebody do the tweaking. Somebody else can now take that load on. And my time is free. I didn't know how to just go to the next challenge. My whole I was just singularly focused on that. And then once that was gone, I was just kind of like, oh, the excitement <laughs> kind of died down. But now the new Chris, listen, let's get this system in place. It's more to do. Get this in place. Check the box. Now, what's next? What's next on the horizon? Because there's always something next when you work with visionaries. And which is the only type of people I I prefer to work with. You've got to have a vision for your company. And sometimes people's vision is so short sighted because they just can't see a life of automation because they've been so frustrated with what's in front of them. I need somebody to say, look, once we get this done, this is what we're going to do. Then this, then that. Oh, yeah, because that allows me to go on to the next challenge. Right. And this is how I've grown. Because these systems get in place, increase capacity and uh, decrease the reliance on me and, and what I need to do. And it allows me to look at other areas. So this is why I'm not just a marketing and sales automation person. I've automated finance. I've automated file management. I've automated human resources and hiring. <laughs> I've autom- built pipelines, automated pipelines for these processes. I mean, you name it. I've applied automation to it. Okay, so remember, the first one was what to expect when you get the first fully automated system in place. Expect a multiplication factor of revenue, increase capacity, do more. With existing resources or less. Right. And the last more opportunities. 
and, and I mentioned this is how I am now. Right. And the last one I gave the segue into this where I'm looking at the next challenge. Right. But as the business owner, you've got more opportunities with the heavy load taken off your plate. Your vintage point changes from being inside subjective to being outside of the operations objective. And let me tell you, growth in business happens when you can be objective. That's when growth happens, when you can be outside looking at the landscape, identifying opportunities, knowing you've got a system to support you. There's no greater feeling. And, and, and I'll tell you this, let yourself off the hook, small business owner. Because companies of all sizes are seeking this out. Everybody wants this experience. It's not just you. You thought it's limited to you and you're beating yourself up. Man, if I could just get off the ground. There are multi-million dollar companies struggling to get automation in place so that they can take advantage of more opportunities, increase their capacity and scale their revenue. These are all things that are a byproduct of an automated system, meaning you put the automated systems in place. These things just happen. And it's what everybody's trying to figure out, hence the importance. And and I won't I won't I won't stop saying it (laughs) until everybody acknowledges it. And those who have the chops really value it. But this is the importance of an automation service provider. It's why that space I created, because I'm seeing too many startups, specifically startups work with a lot of C series, series A, series B startups, specifically them got money, seeking money, whatever the case, software, good cause just need to accelerate. And I'm not talking about speed for the sake of speed, but speed for the sake of not getting stuck. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been driving through mud or, or some uh, um, hazardous road conditions, a lot of times the worst thing you could do is slow down. Because your tires lose traction, trying to speed back up, the best thing you could do is maintain. I, I, I should say a decent thing to do is maintain your speed, but even better is to accelerate. But to go from stuck and stagnant to acceleration, if you're already in hazardous conditions, is very hard. And that's where a lot of businesses are. They're in these stuck states. A hazardous condition is a condition in where you're exerting a lot of output and getting minimal to no no input. That's a hazardous condition. So you go from a hazardous condition to acceleration by way of automation. Your wheels are just spinning. Dirt just flying. Right. So this is where a lot of you are. And this is why an automation service provider is important, because they begin to be the people who say, hey, slow down. You're too heavy on the gas. They're outside of your car, of your vehicle. And they're in the back and and they're not pushing. Don't get me wrong. They're not the ones putting their hands on the car and pushing. What they're doing is they're building the mechanism. That will allow you to move forward. That's what it is. Hey, ease up off the gas, man. (laughs) Right. We can't see back here. We're trying to build this thing so that it can 
give you the traction under your tires so that now when you push the gas, you can actually go. You can actually go. Now you got this map of all of the places you want to get to. You can now do that. This is what I, what I mean when I say more opportunities and everybody's in the same boat. I don't care what your balance sheet looks like. I don't care the number of employees you have, advisors, whatever. All businesses are in the same boat. Dare I say this extends even to enterprises. The difference becomes access to capital when we think about it. Some companies in that hazardous state have access to capital. And and them staying stuck like that doesn't prevent them from making money. You, on the other hand, you got to move. You got to get to that destination. <laughs> you can't afford to be stuck. Right. So these the those are the safest. Most attractive three things to expect from a fully automated sales and marketing system. Just three. Now, of course, there's more depending on the business and the model. Of course, there's more. Right. And and we, we talked about the multiplication factor. Some of you may experience 2x, others 10x. This is what's so exciting about automation when I look at it, because you just never know. I love sitting down talking to businesses and there's a checklist, a list of considerations. Everybody that's gone through my automation service provider program, you know this, you know, my considerations and you're learning it. Those of you in my accelerator automation accelerator, you're learning how I assess a business so quickly, how I identify the holes, how I identify the opportunities. Right. I don't do that to brag. I do that because I want to know what multiplication factor we can expect. Hey, look, guys, I, I looked at everything. And when it's all said and done, I think we can double this one conversion rate which would be responsible for at least $500,000 in the next three months. Is that not exciting? I got exciting, excited just saying it. If you couldn't tell, I was excited saying that. Imagine being the business owner on the receiving end, hearing that. Oh my gosh, sky's the limit. Let's go. Right? That's, that's what I do it for. The impact there's always an impact and there's always a multiplication factor of whole numbers. Let me say, let me say whole numbers. Let, let me say whole numbers beyond two. Cause I 1.5 is good. 1.7, 1.2. Those are all good. I'm talking about beyond two multiplication factor. Okay. Of whole numbers. And that's if anything um, at the time of, of, of this, launching I believe it'll be right before Christmas and for those of you who will catch this before Christmas to make your holidays happy I wish I could give you an automated system wrapped up in a nice bow and and box and the truth is the closest thing I can come to doing that is getting you connected with an automation service provider or depending on your company helping you out in, in, in other ways that, that my company offers. Right. But the best thing for some of you for 2022 is going to be getting an automated marketing and sales system put in place for your business. The best thing. OK. Now, again. I'm not going to be lazy and just say any business can multiply 
Anything can happen for any business. That's not true. There's definitely indicators I look for methods I use for projections. Right. But for the most part, growth is always involved, always a byproduct. And me personally, I wouldn't recommend you settle for anything less. So do me a favor. Do me a favor. I have two asks. One is this. If you listen to this, you're the owner and operator of your company. You need to make the decision to invest in an automated system, automated marketing and sales system. We have resources at Automation Bridge, but you need to make that commitment in your mind. No small thinking here. No, I don't got the time, the money. It's getting to the point where you all cannot afford not to. Second is this. If you're listening to this and there's a good chance you've been listening to a lot of my episodes, you've been binging, you've opted in on my website, you're consuming content, you have the marketing chops. I, I need you to get off the bench. I'm, I'm dead serious. The opportunities that are coming my way and what this space needs. I'm a visionary right now. I get it. I'm a visionary. I'm seeing it before it happens. And let me just say this. I can't afford to let you move at your pace. I'll just put it out there like that. Your pace is too slow for what the market needs. Some of you are in your own way. If you have placed profitable digital marketing in a business, I don't care if it's yours or a client, you need to take serious consideration about becoming an automation service provider. If you're currently acting in the role of marketing for a company that needs automation and you're overwhelmed and you just need help, do not take the long path that's going to take you three to five to 10 years to learn this. We can expedite this. The gift of an automated marketing and sales system starts with the CEO's willingness to invest and your willingness to learn. So both of you, <laughs> I need both of you to take advantage. Take advantage. Stop taking it at the pace that you're comfortable with or uncomfortable with. It's time to grow. It's time to grow. It's time to go and it's time to grow. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All Systems Go podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you're subscribed at the time of recording. The All Systems Go podcast is free to subscribe to and it can be found in Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released every Thursday, so make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss out. And while you're at it, please leave us a five-star rating and review to show some love, but also to help future listeners more easily find the podcast so they can experience the value and goodness as well. We've compiled all resources mentioned on the podcast as well as other resources that are extremely valuable and effective at helping you grow your marketing automation skills quickly. And you can access them all at allsystemsgopodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I see you online. Automate responsibly, my friends. <laughs>